What is up, everyone? Welcome back to the Scoop and Score podcast. I'm your host with the most, Jacob Herbert. Excited to bring you some more uh, sports content. Remember, if you enjoy the show, share it with friends and family, join the communities on social media, and hit that follow and subscribe button. Uh, for today's episode, I got Jack Wilson back in the studio. How's it going, Jack? Pretty good. How are you doing? Not too bad. You're basically making the studio your home now. That's right. Hell yeah. I own this shit. <laughs> Uh, we also have Joe Crostek joining me on the phone. How's it going, Joe? Uh, I'm all right. How are you? I'm doing just fine. Glad to have you back. Uh, had you on uh, last episode uh, for the Big Ten stuff. Any new developments? No, nothing yet. All right. You'll let us know, right? Of course I will. You know it. Yeah. That's why you're my Big Ten insider. Uh, for today's episode, we got a shorter episode ahead. Uh, talking some sports news, NFL divisions through six weeks, week seven pickums. Uh, and then later on, we'll have 20th Lock of the Week. Uh, let's start the show. Uh, some sports news, NFL-wise. Uh, Yannick Ngakwe traded to Baltimore Ravens. Uh, Minnesota gets a third-round pick and a conditional fifth-round pick. Ravens' defense gets even better now. Jack, what's kind of your takeaway from this trade? Um, I don't know. I think it's a weird trade. Just... Having Yannick was doing really well. Like he was obviously with Hunter going down. I mean, he was he was playing up to the level that he needed to be playing. I felt like, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe they just had different plans for payment after this year, and they figured if we can get something for him now, why not? Yeah, yeah, that is true. Uh, Joe, do you have anything to add to uh, this trade? No, I, I don't think I could help out any on that one. I mean, it is a weird trade, especially if you have the chance to pair him up with Neil Hunter. Right. Yeah. Who is just a freakishly fast athlete. I think they kind of play pretty similar style, so. Yeah. Uh, it is coming out today that Daniel Hunter is having a season-ending injury, so maybe that was a reason to move him. But I don't know. Weird all- stuff happening up there. They're in shambles, kind of. Yeah. Could be a blow-it-up. Rebuild completely. I mean, he was young, though, so. Yeah. Uh, also, some Baltimore news. Uh, they are expected to sign Des Bryant to the practice squad to improve the receiving core. He's got to pass physical and obviously go through all the uh, COVID protocols. But, uh, Jack, what's kind of the impact of the Des Bryant signing? Uh, if he passes physical, that'll be crazy to see. I mean, it'll be fun to see him come back, too. You know? I was kind of, when he went down in New Orleans and got signed there and then never got the chance to play, I was kind of upset because... That would have been insane to see, too. Yeah. But just getting to see him back in action would be really fun. And, I mean, even if he doesn't, like, come out the way he does, he's still going to have the knowledge to help out that receiving core a lot. True. Uh, Joe, what do you think about Des Bryant uh, potentially going to Baltimore Ravens? Well, you know, it could be big time. uh, But, you know, who's to say, really? Um, Was that the end of your sentence? Yep, that's it. (laughs) What do you think about, like, the conditioning? factor you know how how well do you think he's been staying in shape you know I feel like we've seen that with Gronk even taking one year off I mean Mm -hmm. he was still doing stuff and being active but like game shape's a whole different kind of yeah I'm I'm guessing we will see a that kind of period where he has to work himself back kind of a limited yeah kind of thing and I feel like this is probably doing it being done now I mean Baltimore doesn't really need him like right now the playoffs yeah yeah. Get him, get him into shape, but then still get a rapport with Lamar Jackson, and then, boom, you have that extra weapon for playoff time. 
uh, Arizona and Seattle moved to uh, Sunday Night Football. Las Vegas uh, Raiders and Tampa Bay Buccaneers will be played Sunday afternoon. This is because of uh, the Raiders having uh, COVID problems. Not sure what moving it up does for... Not going to be as exciting of a game. Oh, you think so? It's I, just I, for ratings. I bet. Because I know last year they had a couple games where they moved, like, the 49ers up to Sunday night or mm-hmm. well, stuff like that. 49ers and uh, Seahawks for the division, like, week 17. Well, it happened all throughout the year. Well, yeah. Like, just, it happens, like, later in the year, obviously, but, like, they'll do it if they know, like, a game's going to get more views. Like, if more people have been doing yeah. well on the team, they're going to put them up. Mm-hmm. Uh, NBA news, NBA draft will be virtual on ESPN on November 18th, kind of expected, but uh, now that we've kind of seen the NFL draft virtual, I think we pretty much know what to expect. Uh, Joe, you have anything about the NBA virtual draft? Well, you know, I think uh, they'll handle it well. They're gonna, that's the only thing they'll really be copying from the NFL. The NFL should have been copying the NBA's handling of COVID this whole time, but you know, I think they a good game plan for them and uh, be exciting to watch. Yeah. Uh, and then finally, MLB news. Tampa Bay Rays win uh, game two against Dodgers 6-4. to four. Series is 1-1. Game three will be played on Friday. Did you get to watch any of that game, Jack? I did not. Joe? Nope. All right, cool. Beans. <laughs> Was it good? Did you watch it? No, I did not watch it. We need to catch up on that. <laughs> Probably. Uh now that we're done with sports news, I wanted to uh, talk about NFL divisions through week six. A lot of interesting uh, divisions, close ones. Division does suck. You know I'm talking about you, NFC East. Uh, so let's get to it. Uh, we'll start with the AFC conference. Uh, AFC East. Uh, Buffalo is leading four to two, led by or er, followed by Miami three to three, New England two and three, and then six. Uh, Joe, for this division, I mean. Close to lose. Do you think they might lose? Um, is New England going to finish third? What's kind of your thoughts on this? Well, right now it's, the Buff- it's Buffalo, um, mm-hmm. and I don't really see the Dolphins or the Patriots, obviously, not the Jets, coming back to uh, take it from them, you know. Um, but i got to say, this is exactly how I uh, predicted it, I think. Bills, Dolphins, Pats, Jets in our uh, team previews at the start of the year. You did do that. I do remember yeah. that. I might have been a little off on some of the records, but uh, that's neither here nor there. Yeah. Um, you have anything to add to the East, Jack? Uh, no, I just think it'll be interesting to see. It. I mean, obviously New England's going to get a few games there and there, but the Buffalo-Miami, that'll be interesting to see if Miami's switch kind of puts them in a position where they do end up winning a lot more games coming late into the season, and then if Buffalo can kind of get back on their rhythm and hot streak. Yeah, because, I mean, Buffalo's lost two in a row. Quality teams, Quality Tennessee teams, but and uh, Kansas City, but, yeah, people are wondering about the Bills now. I think that they'll be fine. Yeah. Just because, I mean, those are two top-tier teams. It'll be one that I think we'll see in the playoffs that it'll be, like, the big questions, like, will they fix their problems they had during those games or what? Yeah. Uh, then we go to the AFC North, uh, led by Pittsburgh Steelers at five and zero, followed by Baltimore, who's five and one, Cleveland four and two, and then Cincinnati Bengals one four and one. Pretty competitive uh, division, probably. Yeah, probably the best one in the AFC uh, so far. Yeah. Uh, Jack, kind of, what's your thought on this? Uh, is, is is it just a battle between Steelers and Baltimore, or can Cleveland get back into it? Yeah, I'd say it's definitely a battle between those two. I know I saw um, Baker say that 
we're four and two, but it feels like we're zero and six, mm-hmm. just because they haven't been playing the way they should or feel like they can. So, and obviously you got Baltimore that they're just a, they're a good rounded team, but Pittsburgh's defense is insane, and you got Big Ben doing Big Ben things. So, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. I bet you, I bet you the Steelers end up winning the division. Okay, uh, Joe, what do you have to say about the AFC North? Well, I think uh, Ravens will probably come back and take it in the long term by the end of the season. Mm-hmm. Maybe have the Steelers slip up at some point. I don't know how well or how much the Ravens have to lose after Kansas City loss. I don't see them losing too many more. But uh, Browns, I I think they're out of it. I you know every year you hear this is the year and this is the year the Browns are going to start playing like they should. They're going to start winning all these games and. I still don't see it. They're going to take a dump in the last half of the season like they always do. Okay. Bengals, though, watch out. They might come back and win it. Oh, my Get Burrow's experience up. He just starts playing lights out. Maybe they figure their line issues out maybe a little more. Yep, and then a lot of things, but, you know, who knows? Crazier things have happened. All right, let's go to uh, the AFC West. Uh, AFC West is led by uh, the Chiefs at 5-1. and one. Followed by the Raiders at three and two, then Broncos two and three, and Chargers at one and four. Uh, Joe, this—I mean, this was obviously Chiefs to uh, lose. Uh, they're probably not going to lose it, but I'm kind of looking at uh, two through four, and it's weird to me that Chargers are at the end of it when I feel like they're playing some pretty good football right now. Yeah, I, I'd agree with you on that one. I, that's one of my bigger surprises this year, but. Chargers not winning as many games as they, you know, ought to have, and you know, seeing them at four in the division is kind of surprising. And but you know, there's a lot of time left. They'll probably get it figured out. They can rely on you know that defense that was so good last year. We'll see. And you know, the Raiders and the Broncos. I don't see you know those are both games that uh, Chargers can win. So it'd be easy for them to move up the division. You know, down the stretch. Yeah, that is a good point. I'm pretty sure Chargers still have both of their games left to play against both teams, so... Yeah, yeah there's, you know... Yeah, fair enough. Uh, Jack, you have anything to add to the uh, AFC West? Nope. Alright, perfect. Let's get to the AFC South. Uh, led by Tennessee Titans at 5-0. and uh, Indianapolis Colts following them at 4-2. and Then we got uh, Houston Texans and Jaguars at 1-5. and uh, Jack... Tennessee's obviously playing best they have in years and years, uh, but Colts are still in it. Uh, is there a way that Colts can still take this division? Uh, if Derrick Henry gets hurt. That's the only way? Probably. Okay. <laughs> Seriously, I, I would honestly put that maybe if Tannehill gets hurt too. Yeah. But it has to be some, like one of those two positions. All right. Uh, Joe. What is your take on the AFC South? Well, you know, I'm, I've only watched a bit, you know, bits and pieces of Colts games this year. And, you know, the Baker statement that he had, it feels like they're 0-6 when they're 4-2. and That feels like it, you know, kind of applies to the Colts, too. Just, I, I thought they'd be uh, doing a lot better than what they are, but they still have four wins, I guess. And then, the, you know, the Texans, you know, a lot of talent on that team, you know, they should have more than one win. Jags are going to be Jags. I don't know. <laughs> Titans, it's theirs to lose, though. Okay. Uh, you are right on that one. I feel like the Colts are doing way worse than a 4-2 and two record. So, 
Uh, Definitely if they can turn it on, they have a shot at the division. Um, All right, so that does it for the AFC. Uh, Joe, give me your final picks. Who do you think is going to win the division in each one? Um, We'll run them down. Bills, Ravens, Chiefs, Titans. All right, Jack. Pretty simple. Bills, Pitt, Chiefs, Titans. Oh, so you're taking Pitt over Baltimore. Yeah, I just think, I think that I mean even when they square off, I'm putting Pittsburgh's defense over almost anything right now. Mm-hmm. Even with them Bush going down, yeah, I mean that defense is insane. Yeah, it really is. Uh, let's go to the uh, NFC conference. Uh, we got the NFC East. Wolf. Uh, we got yeah. we got the Cowboys leading at two and four. Then we got uh, Philadelphia at one four and one. Then we got the Giants and uh, Washington Football Team at one and five. Uh, Jack, this division's a mess. Uh, no one's playing good football right now. What's kind of your thought? I just it's it's kind of insane to see an entire division have that kind of a record. Mm-hmm. It's I don't know. I w- would be so frustrated if I was in that like if I was a player in that division. I'd just be pissed off of being. Called like the laughing stock of the NFL, like that entire division. Yeah, I feel I mean, like somebody would be motivated to just be like, "Yeah, fuck this, I'm gonna go win instead." Yeah, I mean the two laughing stocks is the New York Jets and then the NFC East. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Joe, what's kind of your thoughts on the NFC East? Well, I think it's saying something that uh, when the division leader's quarterback goes down with a probably season-ending injury, you don't expect them to do any worse in the division. <laughs> that's a rough division. Yeah, that's true. Uh, with uh, Dak Prescott going down, is this uh, Philadelphia Eagles uh, division to lose? Or is it just a clusterfuck <coughs> that no one knows what's going to happen? I honestly still think the Cowboys are going to take it. They might have a you know, five total wins, <laughs> but I don't see. I see the Eagles maybe finishing with four, the Giants with three at the most, and Washington with three at the most. <laughs> All right. Well, that's, yeah. Did you see that thing? Uh, they said uh, if the NFC sends a team to the playoffs, it should just be an all-star team of all the best <laughs> players from all the teams. That, would, that be, would be funny as shit to see. And they still lose. And they still lose. Yeah. Uh, let's switch our attention to uh, NFC North. We got the Chicago Bears leading at 5-1, and one, uh, followed by Green Bay Packers at 4-1. and one. Detroit two and three, Minnesota one and five. Uh, let's go to Jack on this one. Uh, you're obviously a Packers fan. Bears leading the division, and basically after those top two teams, it's not really a worry, is it? No, no. I honestly still don't think that the Bears are necessarily a worry. I mean, they've they've won the games. They've they've won five games, but should they have? No. But no. you can't say that because they did it. So. If they can keep pulling these out, then, I mean, who knows what's going to happen. But I just don't see them sustaining the squeak-by games for very long. Yeah, that's fair enough. Uh, Joe, what's kind of your thoughts on the NFC North? Oh, I don't know. I'm still I'm still riding on the Bears bandwagon a little bit. We'll see. I think uh, it could be a little bit closer down the stretch than Jack will say. But between the two of them, I think it's going to be a good uh, – Good division matchups later in the year between the two, prob- you know, to decide who it's going to be. I think they're going to be good games. Oh yeah, they're, they're always good games. Division games are always the best. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love division games. All right, 
Uh, let's go to the NFC West. Uh, probably the best division in football right now. Uh, we got the Seattle Seahawks leading at 5-0. and Then Arizona Cardinals at 4-2. and And then we have uh, the LA Rams at 4-2. and And then the San Francisco 49ers at the bottom at a 3-3, and 500 record. You don't see that a lot, Joe. Uh, what's kind of your thoughts on the NFC West? Are they the best division in uh, football right now? Uh, I, best division in football, I wouldn't say. So I have too many question marks on really all three in the bottom. I mean, they're playing good football, but to put them against, uh, well, the AFC North probably, I'd say the AFC North is the toughest in football right now. But in the NFC, I could say, yeah, they'd be the best division. Um, Cardinals, you know, I'm not big on the Cardinals. Yeah, Yeah, you are a uh, big Kyler Murray hater. I'm not. I think it's just Oklahoma quarterbacks still. (laughs) I don't know. Uh, uh, Niners, obviously a lot of questions there, but Seahawks will lose. Okay. Uh, what do you have to add, Jack, for uh, the NFC West? Yeah, I mean, Seahawks are playing at an elite level. I just think it'd be, I think it'd be insane to see what this division would look like if, you know, injuries weren't playing such a big factor in the 49ers' defense because, you know, you lose – They've lost a lot of players to injuries. Yeah. Uh, is it possible now that there will be seven teams uh, in the NFL playoffs, is it possible that we could see all three um, or all four division teams in the playoffs? Uh, no. I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. But would it be fun to see? Yeah. Yeah. That'd be big time bragging rights. That would be. If they did that, then they should just be like, hey, you know, we're going to let this NFC East playoff position go to the West because you guys don't deserve it. That would be, yeah. It would be some balls on Goodell if he did that. And everyone in the meeting like, yeah, you're right. Yeah, he's got a point. Uh, let's go to our final division, the NFC South. Uh, Tampa Bay leading it at four and two, uh, followed by New Orleans at three and two, Carolina at three and three, and then the Falcons at one and five. Joe, uh, Tampa Bay is winning it right now. Um, although they do have a loss to uh, uh, the Saints. Saints have one less game. Uh, is it a battle between those two? Can Carolina kind of squeak in? And also, I mean, Carolina maybe would be able to go up towards them, but they could also fall behind the Falcons, too. What's kind of your thoughts? Well, again, it's just the top two. Uh, Buccaneers and Saints are going to duke it out, mm-hmm. you know, over the season. And I think that'll be a tight race overall, pushing back between one and two. Carolina, I think, over as the season goes on, they're going to fall back to, to, you know, middle of the pack position in the league where they usually do and get third. Falcons, I. I've not seen much of the Falcons, honestly. I don't know. I don't. I'm not liking that. So I think they'll stay at four. Okay, uh, Jack. What's your thoughts on the NFC South? Yeah, I mean, it'd be interesting to see if um, the Bucks kind of chemistry is really actually sinking in, or what's kind of the mentality of them going forward. Because I know we saw um, them kind of use Gronk the way he's used to being used, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then you also have the same quarterback thrown to him. So I think that'll be interesting to see if they can make that work and then also having Godwin back helps them a lot. So so that's one thing. But then on the on the other hand, you have the Saints getting Thomas back. Hopefully it gets Breeze back into a rhythm. So 
So I wouldn't be surprised if that is just that tight race going into it. I bet you I wouldn't be surprised at all if both those teams made it. Okay. Uh, that will do it. Yeah. Uh, right before, uh, let's do, give our uh, NFL divisions uh, kind of pickums for who do, who do you think uh, is going to win the division at the end of the year? Joe, go ahead. Uh, real quick, too, I want to say, like you said, given that NFC West spot to a NFC or NFC East spot to a West team, I wouldn't be surprised if the 49 or the worst person or the worst or worst team in the West division has a better record than the best team in the East division. Yeah. So maybe there's, you know, that's not a terrible idea. But uh, for my picks, I'd go uh, Seahawks, Packers, Buccaneers, Cowboys. Okay. Uh, Jack. Yeah, I'd say the same. I'd maybe switch up the the Bucks with the Saints, though. All right, so Saints, Seahawks, Packers, Cowboys. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll, I'll fucking go with the Eagles, I guess, in the East. Mm-hmm. Just if, if they get rolling, they do have a good team. Wentz actually plays the way he should play. Yeah, and there's some pretty good pieces on uh, that defense, so... Yeah. Uh, when we come back, we will be doing Week 7 Pick'ems, uh, Twinks Lock of the Week. Stay tuned. And we are back. And we're back! <laughs> Thank you, Joe. Uh, we are now to Week 7 Pick'ems. Uh, just a little FYI, we are recording Thursday, right before the game, so we will be able to uh, actually predict the Thursday night game without being influenced at all. Uh, so Thursday night we got the Giants at Eagles. Uh, Giants one and five. Eagles one four and one. Exciting matchup. Um, Joe, what is your take on this game and what is your pick? Uh, I got Philly in a shitty game, but look for them to throw Jalen Hurts into more uh, some of those crazy packages. Okay. Uh, Jack, uh, we'll also go Eagles. Going Eagles. All right, what's kind of your take on the game? Um, I mean, even if the Eagles' offense struggles, they've got enough defensive power to make sure that nothing happens for the Giants. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to go uh, Eagles as well, um, kind of going off uh, your point. The defense has enough, and this off or the Giants' offense has not looked good in any of the games uh, besides maybe the Dallas's, Dallas game. And that but, defense is uh, atrocious. Yeah, so, yeah, I mean, it, it could definitely go Giants' way, too, but I don't know. If Carson Wentz plays like he did at the end of a Baltimore game, I feel like this could be a actually an easy win for Philly. Yeah. Uh, let's go to uh, Sunday matchups. We got Lions 2-3 and three versus the Falcons 1-5. and five. Uh, Another uh, kind of bottom-tier matchup. Jack, what is your take? I got the Falcons. You got the Falcons. All right, give me your take. Um, you know, not so great defenses, but Falcons have a better offense, I think. So that's really where I think they'll. It's gonna. I bet you it's a pretty high-scoring game. Mm-hmm. So I just say that the Falcons outscore the Lions. All right, Joe. I got Detroit in a similar situation, but I just think Detroit will outscore them. All right, uh, I'm also gonna go Atlanta on this one. Um, I think we kind of saw the offense open up uh, last week uh, when they played Minnesota. Yeah. Yeah, Minnesota uh, without Dan Quinn. So, yeah, I'm going to take uh, Falcons on this one. I think uh, Matt Ryan has another big game, especially with Julio back. 
That was a big uh, piece. Uh, now we got the four and two Browns versus the Bengals at one four and one. Joe, going Cincy, baby. This week they get it done. Cincy gets it done. Now, is this in uh, contention for Swaggy's matchup of the week? Oh, this definitely is the Swaggy's matchup of the week with Baker on the field and Joe Burrow. Mm. It's pretty swaggy. All right, uh, I do have another one uh, that I think could uh, contend for it, but we'll get to that one later. Uh, Jack, what is your pick? I'm going to go Browns, um, mainly because I think, you know, you've got Baker who's not happy with how he's been playing. Whether he can fix it or not, I just think that him showing like that leadership of saying, like, hey, we need to play better, hopefully it kind of sparks a fire and they actually come out. And I also think that uh, Miles Garrett is probably going to be a big deciding factor for the Bengals' offense. I don't know how the hell they're going to hold him. Yeah, I don't even think uh, double-teaming him is going to work. No. That's going to – yeah, I'm going to also go uh, Browns on this one. I don't think the uh, O-line will be able to hold the Browns. D-line, um, I don't know if Baker will have the biggest game, but I do think uh, Kareem Hunt will have monster game. I think they'd be able to run uh, Kevin Spancy's offense pretty uh, well against the uh, Cincinnati's defense. So I'm going with Browns on that one. Uh, this one, big time matchup. We got the 5-0 Steelers at the 5-0 Titans. Jack. I'm going Steelers. Going Pitt. All right. Defense is probably good. Like, this is probably going to be one of the only defenses that can probably stop Derrick Henry effectively and still be able to defend against Brian Tannehill's passing. All right. What's kind of the over-under for uh, Derrick Henry's rushing yards, you think? Still putting him over 100 yards. Mm. Total or rushing? Rushing. Okay. And then I bet she gets like one, one for like 35 yards or some shit like that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Joe? Uh, I'm going to go Pitt on this one. Uh, I think it's just going to be a slugfest. And, uh, okay. Uh, I'm going to go Steelers as well. Um, yeah. I'm very high on the Steelers this year. So They look good. They look really good. Ben hasn't even had to really use his arm as much as he has in pre. If he gets unleashed, I'm excited to see what he would look like. Uh, let's go with the three and three Panthers at the Saints, who are three and two. Joe, um, I'm gonna go Saints. Uh, even if Michael Thomas isn't back this week, I'm not too. I don't know. I don't think Caroline has enough to uh, get over the hump there against New Orleans. Uh, what if, I mean, he's not going to play this week, but what if Christian McCaffrey was in the lineup? Would you change your mind on it? If McCaffrey was in, I I wouldn't be afraid to say Carolina. I'd definitely give him consideration. Okay. Jack. I'm going to go Saints. I mean, yeah, like Joe said, with or without Michael Thomas playing, I think that Kamari, the big X factor, I would not be surprised if he had 200 scrimmage yards. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go with you on that one, Saints. Uh, with the Panthers having such a young D-line, um, and not like too many playmakers on that defensive side of the ball, I think uh, Drew Brees, Alvin Kamara, they should be able to do whatever they want against this defense. 4-2 uh, Bills at the 0-6 Jets. Do I even need to ask people? No. Maybe. Joe, Joe do it, do it. No. It's, it's Bill's Mafia, dude. 
Bills Mafia. All right, let's go to the next game. 4-1 Packers at the 1-5 Texans. Jack. Um, Tex- Packers. <laughs> uh, you want to give a take on this game, or do you think it's pretty obvious as well? Um, I mean, I think this is going to actually be a much better game. I mean, I guess I don't know how people feel about the Packers, but, you know, just the way they kind of started, you expect them to still have that firepower, but I would not be surprised if the Texans really weren't a good challenge here. Yeah. Uh, Joe. Well, I think I'm going to do uh, Joe's upset of the week. I'm going to pick Houston in this one. Oh. Old Cornell gets it done. Wow, and doing that on an episode where Jack's here, that is ballsy. Had to do it. That's all right. I'm going to make fun of you later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go uh, Packers as well. Um, I think the way that they lost Tampa Bay or to Tampa Bay last weekend, I bet this offense comes out with vengeance. And look, Aaron Jones have uh, like 200 scrimmage yards. That's a good bet. Yeah. Uh, now we will go to the Cowboys, who are two and four against Washington, one and five. Uh, another one that's going to shake up the NFC East. Joe, what is your take on this one? Um, I got Dallas in another ugly game in that division. You going to be watching that one at all? Nope. <laughs> uh, Jack, I'm going to go Cowboys as well. Um. I mean, after that kind of performance, I feel like they've got to bounce back. Mm-hmm. They've got to, like, there's no way they're going to play better. And I do think that Zeke will probably be, I mean, I think that he's going to be pissed off at himself. You saw how upset he was last game giving up two fumbles. I think he's going to probably just come out like a madman. Yeah. Uh, I do agree with you on that, that Zeke uh, looks like he might have a big game and stuff. Uh, this game kind of made me wonder because of all the injuries to Dallas's O-line. And uh, Washington having a very good defensive line with Chase Young and um, Jonathan Allen and all those guys, Ryan Kerrigan. But I am going to give it to Dallas still. Uh, I think Andy Dalton can come back and have a good game. And if Zeke does hold on to the ball and kind of makes the defense collapse on him, then Andy Dalton should be able to win his first game as a starter for Dallas. I bet we see a lot of, like, if the passing game isn't going the way they want, I bet we see a lot of, like, draws or screens to Zeke just to get him an open field and kind of let him just run through the giant holes that they're going to make trying to get to the quarterback. Yeah. Uh, next up, we got the one or 5-1 and one Chiefs at the uh, Broncos, who are 2-3. and three. Jack, what is your take on this game? Um, Chiefs. <laughs> is there any way that uh, Broncos can win this game? Yes. All right, talk about it. Very carefully. <laughs> they, I don't points. know. They'd have to probably, you know, make sure that Pat Mahomes gets hurt early. <laughs> and then Frank hey. Clark doesn't do anything. No, I mean, they could still do it. I just don't know how they do it. But I wouldn't be surprised if they did it. They pull out some, some crazy good games sometimes. Yeah. Uh, last year, uh, Patrick Mahomes did get hurt at uh, Denver. Mm-hmm. So Maybe they know. know the secret's hurting him. Yeah. Uh, Joe. Uh, I got Kansas City here as well. Pretty easy on that one, I think. Yeah, I'm going to go with you as well. Pretty uh, simple. Keep it simple, stupid. Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> uh, let, let's go with 3-3 uh, three three 49ers at the Patriots, who are 2-3 this one. 
might be the hardest one to uh, predict in this in uh, these round of games. Uh, Joe, what is your pick for this one? Uh, I'm giving it to New England. I think they'll get it done against the banged up San Francisco squad. Yeah, Jack. Yeah, I have New England as well. I do think it'll be a close game. I wouldn't be surprised if it went either way, but you know, just watching last week when the 49ers played the Rams, I think the Rams should have probably won that, but they didn't, so I feel like they get, you know, ball don't lie, they're going to lose this week. Okay. I will also go with the New England Patriots. I think the way that uh, Cam Newton probably played, uh, he's going to come back, change things up. Bill Belichick rarely loses two in a row. I mean, most of that's with Tom Brady, too, but hey. We'll see what happens. Uh, now we got one and five Jaguars at the uh, one and four Chargers. Jack, what is your take on this game? I'm going to go Chargers. All right. Give me your take on the game. Um, just honestly, the Jags kind of been struggling. I mean, I, would, I bet you, I bet you, we see a lot of numbers in this game, like a lot of stats put up, but I don't see the. The Jags finishing drives very well. That's okay. kind of the, the it factor. Yeah. Uh, Joe. I'm going with the Jags on this one. I think they'll get it done this week, finally. Okay. So, uh, Jaguars get their second win. Yep. All right. I am going to go with uh, the Chargers in this one. I think uh, how they've been playing, especially against guys like uh, Tom Brady, Drew Brees, Patrick Mahomes, all losing uh, by one score. I think they finally get the W in a close game and it's going to be against the Jackson Jaguars. Uh, then we got the 4-2 and two Buccaneers at uh, the Raiders who are 3-2. and two. Joe, what is your take? I got Buccaneers in this one. I think their offense is just looking pretty good so far and having Godwin come back it's going to be too much for uh, Vegas to handle. Alright. Uh, Jack? Yeah, I got the Bucks as well. I think it's uh, going to hit the Raiders pretty hard not having four of their Starting lineman in, mm-hmm. that's gonna that's gonna suck. Hopefully Derek Carr doesn't get hurt. No, uh, I'm gonna go Tampa Bay as well. Uh, I'm guessing the team at that uh, all-time confidence after beating previously undefeated Packers. They shit stomped them. They well. just beat them. They shit stomped them. <laughs> and you know, like you said, with uh, four of their starting off at the linemen headed to uh, the COVID-19 list. Not a lot of, and especially going on against a good uh, D line with Sue, JPP, stuff like um, Shaq Barrett. It's gonna be, it's gonna be a long game for Derek Carr. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we got the Sunday night football game. We got the five and zero Seahawks versus the Cardinals, who are four and two. Joe, I th- feel like I already know your answer, but go ahead. Seahawks. <laughs> Arizona doesn't quite have enough to get it done. All right. Jack. Yeah, I'm going to go Seahawks as well. All right. Going Seahawks. I feel like i got to go Seahawks as well. Russell Wilson's this play. Although, they just had their bye week, correct? Yeah. Yes. Could they have lost their heat? Yeah. That's what happened with the Packers. Kind of lost their momentum. We'll see. Oh, I don't know if I want to keep that pick. Cardinals are hot off that win. They were playing. They were all excited. They were having fun. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got. Go ahead and do it. Uh, watch, watch Kyler Murray get decapitated by Bobby Wagner. <laughs> what did you say, Joe? One of you guys have to make a different pick because uh, 
you guys have the exact same picks for every game so far. So unless you want to tie, if you guys, Ooh. if I don't win. All right, let's get to the Monday night game. If we pick the same ones, then uh, I'll change mine to the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, Monday night, we got the 5-1 Bears versus the Rams at 4-2. and uh, Joe, what's your take? Going Bears. All right. You know it. You are on the Bears uh, wagon? Well, you know, I, I, I like to see him do well. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, Jack, on three, let's say what team we're going to pick. All right. All right. Three, two, one, Rams. Rams. Damn it. <laughs> oh, it looks like you're taking the cards. All right. I am changing my answer to the Cardinals for Sunday Night Football. And Jack, tell me your reasoning for the Rams. Um, you know, I mean, the Rams have been playing well. Like, they're kind of back to, well, not fully, but... You know, 2017 team. Was that the 2017 year? Yeah. The yeah. So I think they're kind of just getting back into that groove. They're still playing well. Their defense is pretty damn good. And the Bears have kind of just been squeaking by with these wins. And I just see it matchup-wise, it kind of favors in the Rams. Okay. Like player to player. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm going to have to say the same thing. Not sure if I'm really a believer in Chicago. And uh, the way that the Rams have been playing, Jared Goff has looked good. Um, and I feel like uh, Jalen Ramsey and Aaron Donald can force a lot of mistakes for Nick Foles in that offense, mm-hmm. which that offense isn't the greatest. So, yeah, I'm going to take the Rams on this one. Joe, do you got them all locked in? I think so. All right. Uh, also on bye week, we got Minnesota, Indianapolis, Miami, and Baltimore. Just in case people are wondering what happened to their team, they are on bye week. Um, yeah. You guys have anything to add to uh, the week seven uh, slate? Excited to see them. Well, some of them. Yeah. Joe. Uh, I picked a lot more upsets than I thought I did. So. Hey, love the balls on it, though. I think I've got, well, six picks that go against you guys. So, we'll see. You could just end up slaughtering us, though. Could be. Mm-hmm. All right, well, that will do it for uh, Week 7 Pick'ems. Now we will get our lock of the week from Twink uh, on the phone. All right, and on the phone we got Zach Brokaw. Uh, Twink, you have dropped to 4-2. Really need a win this week. Uh, Who are you going? Bengals over the Browns. Love it. Bengals over the Browns is your lock of the week. Yeah, I, I put a lot of fun to this one. Couple games I was deciding between, but I just this is a mortal lock. It can't lose. Huh. But two of your locks that can't lose lost. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly, yeah, that's no true. No comment right now. They were flukes. They were fixed. Twink, if this one doesn't hit, you will drop to four and three. Uh, are you just? You, do you not care if you lose credibility, or do you feel like this is absolutely the one to get you back on track? one to get me back and rhythm back on track uh, you know gain the followers trust again hopefully okay alright they haven't lost trust in me uh, you know everyone everyone goes down a couple but we'll just rise up from here alright and um, would you believe me if you, if I said that this was uh, Joe's swaggiest matchup of the week 
Well, that's very surprising. <laughs> Is it? No. Oh. <laughs> it's Joe Burrow, so I assumed it was probably him. Uh, he hasn't been all of them. Okay. Joe, what what about this matchup? Uh, Jacksonville Jaguars at the Chargers. No. What? That's what you're gonna ask. I don't see it from Herbert. He doesn't have the swag. He's got swag out the ass. He's chilling, uh, calm and collected, Joe. I figured you'd appreciate that. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how you can have swag with a last name like Herbert. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> Hurtful. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we have uh, right, well, what? One more thing to say. Yeah. What's, uh, what's up with the Fitzmagic benching? I don't like that. Yeah, I don't like that either. Yeah, we talked about it uh, last episode. Uh, I was not happy. Fitzmagic uh, earned the uh, starting spot. He's got him up to 3-3, three and three, second in the division. And uh, Jack and Rhea were arguing uh, to me, like, oh, Tua must have looked good. I didn't argue with you. We were just making, we were trying to reason out why they did it. Well, do you agree with I it? I think that it's set. I don't, I don't know. Hmm. They know more than I do. I'm not at their practices. I don't see him play. Hey, just calm down there, buddy. I'm just saying. <laughs> I understand the move. I just didn't want this match to get fired like that. Just no, that was heartbreaking. Like that. I don't like the move at all. I don't. I don't. Yeah, I said. Who's not there yet? I don't think. Give him some time. Give him more time. Give him a whole season. This match is doing good enough for the Dolphins. I agree with you, Joe. I I wouldn't be upset if uh, Tua sat all year and uh, kind of just. Learned under Fitz Magic. That's the way they used to do it. Are you excited at all to see Tua? Oh yeah, I'm excited. I guess, but my emotions about Fitzpatrick is clouding it. <laughs> Don't let it take you to the dark side, man. <laughs> uh, that is a good point brought up, though, Twink. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you got anything else to add, Twink? Yeah, good job on the promo, Twink. Yep, anything for the podcast. We'll have to do another one soon. Get ready for your next stunt. Uh, just remember, I'm not a jackass character. I can't just freaking fly you, through tables and jump out of cars and stuff like that. But you asked for a cedar table. Cedar? Uh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, I was just watching like people jump through cedar tables. I wasn't on one. That's oh. Bad. What about a workbench? I, I also heard you guys talking about a titanium table trying to, <laughs> trying to prank me and then jump into some old break. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm on to you guys now. <laughs> yeah, we should have waited. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be inspecting that table before I launch through it. Alright, are you opposed to glass? Uh, yeah, I am. <laughs> okay. Just gotta make sure on that one too. <laughs> gotta clear that up. I also don't know... We'll have to ask the listeners, what do I jump off of? Do I get on like a six foot ladder? Do I jump off a tailgate? What you're going to pop up a camper. Do? I don't have a pop up camper. What? He's got a real camper yeah, now. No. We'll do it off your camper then. That's too I think I'm just going to jump off a tailgate. That's high enough, isn't it? No, jump, jump, no, off, jump off buyer's deck. You guys got to remember, I weigh a lot. And there's a lot of freaking momentum going. <laughs> hey, uh, I didn't, um,. I've gotten messages from the listeners saying that you should jump off the roof, so. Ooh. Yeah, I did hear that. I don't really care for that idea. Uh, shout out Grant Cleveland. He was the first one to ask for that. <laughs> Imagine that. <laughs> He'd do it. You know he would. 
I'm scared of heights. <laughs> all right well you heard it uh, here first tune in saturday we'll have the videos posted on twitter and instagram follow us on twitter at scoop podcast and on instagram scoop underscore score i still, really still got a ring to it we might have to might have to go instagram live on it Ooh, that's not a bad idea either you're thinking twink full of good ideas uh, but yeah, follow those uh, platforms and uh, get ready for him to uh, do the unthinkable. Yep, I'm, hap- I'm, I'm ready to do it. I'm prepared. <laughs> All right. Uh, thanks for coming on, Twink. Good luck on your uh, lock of the week. Thanks for having me, guys. <laughs> All right. That will do it for the show. Uh, Jack, do you have anything to add? Nope. Joe? Uh, nope, I'm good. Go Huskers. Go Big Red. Go uh, Big Red. <laughs> All right. Well, that'll do it. Uh, this is Jack, Joe, and Jacob signing off. Thank you for listening. <laughs>